0: hey everyone welcome back to the freedom to be happy podcast brought to you by happiness.me i'm your host sukriti Happiness includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy choices. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: If employees are the most important resource of an organization, then leaders must adopt an employee-first approach quickly. This approach includes creating a healthy work culture and enhancing overall well-being and giving importance to mental health. We are so fortunate to have a leader who advocates all of this at her workplace. A change leader, a problem solver, an enabler of personal and professional excellence with 18 years of enhancing business through HR practices. She loves exploring the world and spending time with her beautiful daughter, Seher. Please welcome VP CHRO Jackson Group, the very dynamic, Radhika Arora. Very, very warm welcome, Radhika. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sukhuti.
1: Thank you for this elaborate <laughs> introduction. For yeah,
0: it's not Thank you. true, but first two, isn't it? Uh, Radhika, firstly, I want to congratulate you because you guys are manufacturing two types of energies at Jackson Group. One, energy is what you're doing in the industry, right? You're trailblazing and creating energy. But the second kind of energy that you guys Are truly you can be called as the um, superpower of that is that you're creating this dynamic positive energy at your uh, organization. Uh, Your employees are known to be happy people and that is just commendable. Many, many congratulations. Excellent, thank you. (laughs) But before we speak of being able to bring that change at the grassroots level, first I would like to ask you, I know you come from, I've, I've gone through some of your interviews and where you mentioned that you come from a very simple, humble background and how it was a challenge for you to even do MBA. I want to know a little bit about your journey, how easy or how difficult it has been, why human resources, what keeps you here and especially why the special bond with the energy industry okay so yes uh, journey in fact has been a tough
1: one i must say because uh, i uh, i belong to a very simple uh, you know lower middle class family uh punjabi family from agra where uh, the thought was that okay even if uh, the daughter has done graduation that should be more than enough now instead of spending that limited money which we have on her studies let's just marry her off and that was what the relative pressure was there on my parents and uh, from my 11th standard because I was the eldest daughter of the family I had uh, started taking tuitions and all and I was a very famous (laughs) tutor I had become a very famous tutor in Agra so my dad and mom was uh, especially my dad that you are already a teacher then why go spend so much to MBA and I was like no papa teacher to but uh, you know i want to do something different in my life i um, want to really dream big and do big and that's how um, mba happened actually i got admission but then going there was a struggle because uh, in those times like i'm talking about year 2002 uh, where um, this uh, kids education loan policy you know the banks because it was an unsecured loan they will not even sanction and not even say no They'll keep dragging you to the limit and eventually you will give up. So I think me and my father were also at that stage of really giving up and not going because the loan was not getting sanctioned. Thankfully, there was this South Indian branch manager in State Bank of Hyderabad, one uh, very, uh, you know, hot summer afternoon, he called us and somehow after meeting uh, me, he got convinced that I'll be able to get a job and I'll be able to return bank's money. And that's how the loan got sanctioned. And thankfully, unfortunately, MBA happened. I think uh, it was a great decision of my life. A lot of learning, a lot of exposure. For the first time in my life, I went out of Agra all the way to Bangalore. We, uh, spending, you know, two and a half uh, days in the Karnataka Express and <laughs> landing in Bangalore, M.S. Maria College. Uh, so, yes, uh, difficult journey. Uh, honestly speaking, HR happened by accident. Uh, I did uh, dual specialization in marketing and HR. And uh, as I knew my personality I thought sales would uh, suit me more. I wanted to be in sales, do sales, do marketing. But as luck would have it, um, while we were just giving our last semester exams, this uh, All India BHEL test happened, you know, which is that uh, uh, where they hire ex- management trainees, executive trainees, where they do an All India test. And just, um, you know, a few of my HR colleagues were giving it. So I thought, okay, let me at least, uh, my batchmates. So I thought, okay, let me also try. And somehow I got the uh, paper cracked and then interview happened and I got through. And I was still hopeful that there will be something else which will be happening for me. Uh, But then my parents were too keen when they heard about BHL. Oh, my God, it is such a big company and Navratna PSU. People die to be there. And how can you even think of not joining? So, and that's how HR happened and uh, I took it. And now, of course, I feel connected uh, to this profile a lot. Now it has my heart and soul in it. Um, enabling people like I've written in my profile also. So one is that uh, you're able to motivate yourself and you are able to operate as a, uh, you know, a good worker, a good professional. Uh, but uh, there is a, uh, I think there's more amount of thrill when you are able to influence others. And you are able to enable others to perform. And I think that's the biggest role of uh, uh, any leader for that matter. But uh, HR, of course, um, is the enabler of that performance, whether it is about uh, creating policies or uh, it is about counseling people or giving that uh, them that uh, framework to really perform. I think HR has a huge role to play. Um, of course, we are business partners. Of course, we enable business through people. So um, now, uh, I, after <laughs> spending 19 years uh, in this career, I'm convinced that I'm in the right place and uh, right role. Yeah.
0: Wow. So you're born to be in, born to be a HR queen. I think it's such a fantastic story. Uh, truly, truly inspiring. And uh, again, many, many congratulations. And I hope your family is listening to this podcast uh, the South Indian uh, person in in the South <laughs> bank is listening to this podcast and truly feeling proud. Uh, what what an amazing see how people are connected and how everyone uh, you know contributes to your journey. I think it's and, and we are all talking about how to make people happy. Everyone has contributed in your journey, and I think you're doing the same uh, in some way. You know, you're enabling people to really uh, tap their highest potential. And I think that is so powerful. That's so giving and so wonderful.
1: Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
0: I think the other thing that I wanted to really understand is uh, how I started the podcast was that Jackson as an organization is known for happy people. It's known for its happiness quotient. And I really want to understand, um, I know you are the one who, I mean, it's, of course, you, the entire team, but I also know somewhere you have a very huge role to play in that. Right. So I want to know what are the initiatives that, uh, you know, you really, really uh, live by that you're really encouraging at your workplace and also these uh, methods and measures that you're initiating, Do they really move the needle of overall uh, happiness of employees? Okay. uh, So,
1: Sukriti, here I would want to talk about, see, when we talk about happiness, uh, it's actually, uh, in a way, uh, a lot of times uh, we confuse it with uh, just, uh, you know, fun at work initiatives. You know, where we say, OK, uh, our employees are happy because they are getting to celebrate the festivals. They are getting those picnics or there are a lot of off sites happening. But I would want to say that it's not only about that. Uh, happiness is definitely very closely linked to employee engagement, which actually okay. has two aspects to it. Both rational engagement as well as emotional engagement. So rational okay. engagement is when my employee feels that his manager, the team and organization at large has his or her self interest in mind, I mean employees interest in mind. And on the other hand, um, emotional engagement is when I definitely feel connected to my workplace. When I come here, it is a pleasant experience. I'm happy. uh, I'm loyal to the company. I value the freedom which is given to me. Okay, so what we try to achieve at Jackson is that the entire machinery is working towards ensuring that employees are both rationally engaged as well as emotionally engaged. So as far as the rational engagement is concerned, we are definitely relooking at our PMS. Uh, we are uh, talking about, you know, this, those career conversations um, with all our employees, uh, enabling managers to give right kind of feedback to people. And the feedback should uh, not be only, you know, issue-based feedback. It has right. to be, About them, their careers, their learning, what do they really want? So all that. So uh, when all this is taken care, then also I become happy because I feel that my um, future is in safe hands. My career is in safe hands. And then, of course, there's this host of other initiatives starting from a small uh, initiative like a buddy being assigned to the new joiner. And I make sure that each of uh, there is a SOP in place where the buddy is supposed to call the new joiner a day before you know, to ensure that, okay, do you know the office? How would you commute? So those small, small things where there's a personal connect, where we talk to people. We also have our happy Fridays where we send those mailers to employees uh, or giving them some life tips and all that. Uh, Then I personally uh, do a lot of focus group with the, you know, various employee groups in my organization, where actually I start with this initial slide where uh, it has those small faces of, you know, various bouquet of feelings, which are available you know whether you're surprised whether you are happy whether you are angry and multiple others right and the idea is uh, to um, connect to them at that level where I ask them how do you feel right now okay talk to me about your feeling and um, not about so what generally employees do is um, I'm surprised and because so I stop them there I don't right now want the thinking part of it just talk to me about your feelings and that's how we do a lot of such sessions where we discuss with employees about what are your pains of being in Jackson you know I use those extreme words to bring out the issues which are there and then of course tackle them each uh, with the big steps or maybe some small steps but that's the idea of course Jackson is taking a big leap Sukriti we were uh, Um, We started off as a genset manufacturing company way back in the year 1940s. And we have come a long way. We celebrated 75 years last day. And now we have become a diversified energy company from a genset to renewable energy, to now Jackson Green, which is even venturing into hydrogen. Uh, we are doing uh, lots in the energy space, and our ambition is to um, uh, from thousand to we have already reached twenty five hundred cr. This year we'll be doing three thousand, and our ambitious ambition is to reach seven eight thousand cr in the next two three years. So the way the company is growing, the entire um, you know uh, framework processes culture has to gear up to that level. Yes. So my role as a HR leader is uh, to actually ensure that in this race, the human capital essence should not get lost. Yes. You know? yes. So, um, the, the, you know, so when we started off, it was a small company, even the MD would have lunch with the employee and there'll be a lot of uh, solid bonds. And then yes. when you grow, 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 you reach a stage where, uh, you know, a lot of processes come in, a lot of bureaucracy comes in and employee starts to feel disconnected. And then there comes a stage where you purposely bring in those policies, which uh, again bring in, uh, you know, that employee element back and that human touch. So, um, of course, we have Davenbox as our technology platform and we do a lot of things uh, through system. But still, uh, the endeavor is to ensure that with all this technology, the human touch in the organization is not lost. At the end of the day, that happiness would only come when there is a personalized Uh, experience given to the employee
0: totally agree totally agree there's there's another aspect that Jackson is becoming slowly an expert at it and I know how hard that is especially being in the energy uh, industry and I'm talking about the gender balance and and Radhika I'm fully aware how difficult it may be for you to actually work towards that Uh, but I also am aware that you are taking some steps. You are very serious about this. I want to know, um, you know, because there there may be many companies and it's very easy to, you know, write off and say that, hey, we are an, you know, energy industry and, you know, we can't have uh, equal gender balance or, you know, we can't have women working, uh, you know, uh, in the machinery area and things like that. Uh, We can, we can have those things, right? But, um, In spite of all of that, you are very vocal about, uh, you know, this whole concept of gender balance. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tell us why is gender equality and diversity relevant to you? And how do you think or why do you think it's a win-win situation when we all work towards it? Okay.
1: So a very interesting question, actually, Sukriti, because I will start with myself, like you asked, why it is so important to you, even today, you know. Even today, sometimes I struggle um, being a, uh, and I, I would want to uh, quote my personal example here. I hope my husband and uh, my mother-in-law <laughs> doesn't hear this podcast. But, uh, even today, you know, um, you have these biases at your home where you are a CHRO of a certain company. He is uh, a business head handling a business in one company when he travels. You know, it is, um, mother-in-law is very proud. Oh my God, my son is living out of the suitcase. He has to travel so much because he has to get the business for the company. But even today when I have to travel and I have to make a couple of uh, travels in the month, after the first uh, travel, uh, I could sense that irritation. And I would have to kind of create a, uh, 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 an artificial strike in the plant to say, no, no, this travel is important for you. You know, mm-hmm. So though our society has really evolved, I will say, but still those biases exist. And yes. women, in spite of their levels, in spite of what maybe I am at work, but at home I'm fighting these uh, fights every day where I have to tell them, no, my travel is also important. I am also working, Very you know. So that's why I somehow feel that one is, of course, uh, women were deprived of these opportunities for ages and ages. So there is definitely a need to promote and if needed, give them, an, uh, uh, you know, some kind of a preferential treatment. No harm in that because we were deprived for ages. Plus. Uh, I think I need not explain. Uh, there are innumerable case studies, there are innumerous examples where it is very clear uh, the s- results have shown that the companies which are more diverse, uh, the, uh, the, 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 that is really directly linked to the uh, bottom line of the company, you know, and the innovations happen in diverse groups.
0: So yes. for me as
1: a person, definitely I'm committed to the cause. But at the same time, even organizations, management, MDs have understood that diverse teams are better productive, uh, innovative, and we can get good results for the company. As far as, uh, so in on the first point, you had also asked me this question about, you know, what is this um, connection or love for energy industry? Yes, yes. Somewhere, uh, even this is linked, right? I love challenges. Yes. And uh, had it been an IT or some place, uh, gender diversity anyway is a given there, right? But this kind of industry where even uh, having a women C H uh, R O, you know, it would be so. Even in the so we call it a first team. First team is the team who's the direct reports of M D s, you know. So there'll be C E O s there's C F O and C H R O. So there are about a team of ten people, and I'm the only female there. Even having my voice heard on that platform sometimes becomes a challenge. So I think uh, if the la- uh, life will throw lemons, I will try to make lemonade out of it. So uh, from that perspective, I would like to say um, that uh, being in the energy industry is challenging and I have taken this challenge heads on. And of course, energy, uh, the other point is that energy is the future. So I had read one of the uh, articles the other day. So the last ticket belonged to IT and this ticket definitely belongs to energy. So I think I'm in the right place. Um, Coming back to uh, gender diversity at Jackson, uh, we are taking baby steps. We are very small as far as the women's strength is concerned, but we are committed to increase. You know, so last uh, six months now, there has been a constant increase of at least 20 percent offer ratio. You know, so if I'm uh, issuing, uh, let's say, 100 offers in a month, uh, we are growing really fast and 100 is a very small number for us, actually. Otherwise, people might, might feel 100 offers in a month. So 20 offers definitely have to be females. Which we are, uh, and that's how slowly and steadily we are increasing. Plus, um, another initiative what we are taking is uh, we are hiring interns and these interns will become uh, graduate uh, trainees for us. And that's how they will grow in the company. So even if energy industry doesn't have a lot of female professionals, at least we are starting at the uh, freshers level. Where we are going to the campuses, there also, you know, surprisingly, uh, if we go to the engineering classes, we uh, especially mechanical, electrical, we don't find a lot of females. So even there, the ratio is skewed. But still, my mandate to the team is that if you're going to any college taking interns, make sure that at least fifty to sixty percent ratio is female, and that's how we are trying to increase the numbers. And of course. um, not really, I would not really call it reserve, but few roles we have identified that, okay, if uh, female would be given the first choice, if we have those pool of female candidates available. So, I think a few steps and, uh, of course, uh, attrition, Uh, I take personal interest in any female attrition happening. If that happens, I I call the person, uh, I call the manager. I try to stop that uh, attrition. Uh, I do stay interviews with female. We keep on having those um, quarterly sessions with the female groups to understand if there are any specific issues, etc., and try to address those. So few things here and there, yeah. But trying, yeah. To, but really committed to the cause, Sukriti.
0: Yeah, I must tell you, you make it sound like it's all easy peasy, but we all know it's not. And and exactly why we are so proud uh, that you're doing all of this, and it's really fantastic what uh, Jackson Company is trying to achieve here. And uh, I think when you're leading, when the leader is so uh, clear about the goal, then I think it's very easy to kind of, you know, achieve it. Yeah, major reservations
1: from the i'm sorry uh, major reservations from the leaders is in terms of infrastructure you know mm-hmm. especially with our epc sites where a lot of sites are really remote whether those are solar sites or electrical uh, electrification sites there creating the infrastructure gets really tough uh, but again like i said if the commitment is there things can happen you know but manufacturing plants of course we are making dedicated efforts we have a solar module manufacturing plant in, here in Britain so we have a lot of women working there we are uh, i think another quarter uh, and we would uh, want to run one shift which will be a female exclusive shift so those kind of uh you know dedicated steps uh doing things and then showing to the managers the kind of results so if this happens and uh i'm very sure that the productivity of that shift would be better than the other shift Yes, And once I'm able to show that, then there is definitely a case study where I can say that, okay, let's create a separate infrastructure, even for the female staff, and you will get a better uh, result out of that. So I, I'm not saying that I'm just dedicated to this cause. I'm equally cognizant of the fact that we are here to make money, yes. you know, and ROI of every initiative is important. So Very that cool. will also happen and would be able to show them the results. Yeah, Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.
0: I can have this conversation, uh, I think, for very, very long. But, uh, you know, this is, this is really amazing. Uh, I want to go to the most fun part of the show, which is called The Quick Five. Okay, mm-hmm. where I get to ask you some random questions. They're not really random, but you need to quickly answer them. Okay, what are the first thing that comes to your mind? You need to answer. Okay, yes. Here we go. Quick five. What was the last book you read? And do you recommend it?
1: Yes, so I recently read The One Thing. Uh, The authors are Gary Killer and Jay Papson. Uh, It's an amazing book. It actually talks... uh, Okay, I need not explain right. So I would definitely uh, leave it to the readers uh, to decide. But I would definitely recommend that book. Yeah.
0: Okay, all right. What is your... I know you are totally in love with the fitness. So I thought one question on that is relevant. What's your mantra for physical and mental fitness? Uh, So,
1: for physical fitness, definitely uh, no excuses. Do it every day so that uh, it becomes your addiction. Uh, Mental fitness, I think talk it out.
0: You know, just don't keep anything within you. Uh, Just talk it out. Talk, talk, talk. Fantastic. Okay. One habit that you have recently adopted and has worked wonders for you. For few people, I would not name them.
1: But for few people, after a point, just stop. Don't keep arguing because mm-hmm. things will not change. Okay, sometimes mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, my mom used to say ki, Chup reh jane mein bhalai hai. so I think learned it a hard way but uh, a very great learning
0: I must say. It's something okay. very good to stay quiet. Yeah, absolutely. And I think silence is also an answer. So yeah, okay. An advice to a working parent who commits to both work and home with equal passion? No self-doubt. You know, there'll be so many people judging you, judging
1: your actions all the time. There'll be advices coming your way. If you know that you have the best intent for your child and you can only do as much as you can, right? So just be on that path and uh, there should be no self-doubt is
0: what I feel. Okay. And the last question, tell us the latest thing you have learned from your beautiful daughter, Seher.
1: Being happy without any reason, yeah. always smiling, giggling, and uh, I'm so happy, I'm so fortunate. Uh, so the other day, I was uh, talking to my best friend, uh, she's in Singapore, she just came in and we were talking. And uh, so, um, my daughter, and I was like, to to and she was like, she's happy. You're raising a happy child. I think that's most important. And uh, I suddenly realized, yeah, that's the best thing which is happening. I'm sure her voice will also get clear uh, once she is, uh, you know, maybe five or six. So uh, kids are really that way, very happy. And uh, I think I'm learning that from her. It's still in progress. I would not say I've already learned and mastered the art, but trying.
0: Superb. I think we can learn so much from our children and absolutely correct. The one thing that uh, young people are better at than all of us is uh, being experts at being happy for no reason. What a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much, Radhika. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. You are truly phenomenal. I found your words regarding happiness at work, especially very intriguing on behalf of happiness.me. Thank you for this memorable dialogue. We wish you all the very best. Thanks, Sukriti. Thanks for the opportunity. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Freedom to be happy by happiness.me is available on all leading podcast directories. Until the next episode, please take care, be safe, and remember you have the freedom to be happy.